Hello and welcome to season two, episode three of Letting the Good In. I'm your host, Tina Marie. I'm an intuitive guide, life coach, and manifestation coach. And today I want to talk about money and abundance. Um, in my first season, I know I did an episode on this, but I feel like I've definitely hit some new layers of understanding, found some new blocks through working with my clients, and just have a lot more I want to expand on. I think it's a really important subject. Um, because when people don't have that sense of safety and security, if they feel like there's something missing or if they have stress around money, I just see it block a lot of other things. It's, it's really hard for people to take their focus off of that and do other things like do the inner work and all of that. So I feel like it is a high priority and it is really, really important. So we are going to get into it. What I see every single day with people is that there is so much fear and anxiety often tied to money. Well, why is that? Well, money makes the world go round. We can't really deny that fact. It's a very essential part of life. There are very few people who can escape that reality. So with that fear and anxiety, you know, there's there's a lot of things, a lot of things that can cause that. One, however your parents viewed money and how they talked about it around you is going to be one of your earliest impressions in life. So that um, that can be very confusing to us, you know especially if your parents thought about money around you. It can create a ton of fear and confusion around money. Um, so that's definitely something that needs to be looked at when you're looking at your own relationship with money. Um, because one thing I've seen a lot with people, and even with myself on my healing journey, is people just having this inner belief that they don't want it. Some people are literally keeping themselves blocked from money because when they were little kids and mom and dad were fighting about money over them, they just decided if that issue is what's causing all of this grief in my family and all of this turmoil, I don't want that. And then it creates this block in the subconscious mind with receiving it in the future. So that can definitely hold people back later in life as they try to grow and improve their own relationship with money. So really pay attention to that, you know, go back and remember some of the things that your parents said growing up, because whether you like it or not, they probably became your own beliefs at some point. Another emotion I see come up a lot when it comes to money is guilt. So one, if you've ever been shamed for spending, or if you were told you should be satisfied with what you have, you should be grateful with what you have, that can definitely create some blocks when we're thinking about trying to manifest more money or more abundance into our life. Um, there can be also a sense of guilt that comes up for a lot of people too, with, you know, having more than someone else. And I'm sure you guys have heard my talk on that before, but I feel like when we do well, there's a ripple effect that happens there and it does carry out and benefit others. And of course, the more you have, if you're a good person with a good heart, you know, hopefully you're, you're giving that back in some way. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was the Greeks many, many years ago, I heard that they gave 10% of their wealth away and it was their full belief that they had to, to stay wealthy. So I do think, you know, being generous when you're in a position to do so is definitely good for abundance. Um, which, you know, contributes to the perfect balance of things. What we put out, we receive. So I do think there has to be that balance there. Um, I know at times it might not feel that way when we see maybe people that we don't perceive as good or generous doing really well in life. But 
Um, sometimes we have to look at the bigger picture there and believe that the universe is going to kind of balance those things out, so to speak. And a few more layers when it comes to that subject of guilt. Um, one, if you start to do better than your parents and earn more than they have in their lifetime, more than what you've seen them achieve, that can be a really strange thing to the subconscious mind. Because when we're growing up, we see our parents as the ones who are supposed to provide for us. So if we surpass that, you can definitely get into a real state of discomfort and that can require some work. Um, of course, that's what we all want to do. But again, it's, it's that deep internal stuff where it just doesn't feel right on some level. Um, another aspect of that guilt, there's a lot, I feel like, of just shaming people these days for wanting material things for wanting an abundant life, especially when we start talking about the spiritual community, the people who are on that path of self-betterment and all that stuff. Um, we're told that we shouldn't be attached to money and to objects and things like that. And it's true, we really shouldn't be deeply attached, but we're also human. And part of being human, I feel like, is wanting a comfortable life, wanting that comfortable home, wanting all of the things around us that create that comfort for us. And yes, that has to come from within first, but I truly don't believe there's anything wrong with wanting it to show up in our external world too. Um, you know, I think we, we should have it all. That's part of my mission in life is getting people to really believe, um, that they can have it all when it comes to feeling fulfilled and emotionally happy and all that stuff, having the abundance, having the love, having all of those things. And part of that is feeling worthy of it, which is, I feel like one of the biggest things when it comes to money and abundance, if you don't feel like you are worthy of having a good, abundant, comfortable life with lots of money in the bank, then you'll, Find a way to self-sabotage every time. You'll find a way to lose it. I guarantee it. If you woke up tomorrow and you had an unexpected large check, a windfall, a lottery win, something like that, I guarantee your brain is going to go into overwhelm mode. And there's a number of reasons for that. One, on some level, there's decisions there. You'll feel like you have to decide, and that can be overwhelming to the subconscious mind when we think we have to decide. Um, and often we're not patient with ourselves. We're probably going to think that we have to decide what to do with that money very quickly instead of taking that time to breathe. It can also just feel too good and uncomfortable and unknown. So I talk about that a lot. This is the whole basis of why I started this podcast is I see such resistance with life getting good because it's uncomfortable. It's new when we step into that space of having more money, more wealth, more abundance, the ability to do more um, because it's not just about what we have to do with it. It's also about the fact that there is freedom associated with it there too. So if life has felt restricted for a long time because you didn't have the wealth and abundance to do all the things you want, and now all of a sudden you do, there's another layer of overwhelm. There's another layer of decisions that need to be made of what does this look like now? People like life to be sort of safe and secure. We get into these routines and these patterns, and when we're all of a sudden broken out of them, even if it's for a great thing, like a sudden windfall or an influx of money in our bank account, 
it gets a little weird for us sometimes. There was an old expression, and I don't know if anyone really says it anymore, but the money's burning a hole in my pocket. That came to life for a reason. If we all of a sudden have money and we're not used to having it, we are going to feel the need to get rid of it, to spend it. And something in our mind is going to make sure that we don't feel safe hanging on to that money. I had one client um, when she was doing well and when she had the ability to purchase extra sessions for my services, she would rush to pay me. She would rush to pay all of her bills, all of that stuff, because it felt safer to get rid of it. It felt too weird and too overwhelming to have that extra cash in the bank. And I know not everyone is going to resonate with this, but if you have experienced lack at any point in your life, or if you have experienced, um, you know, lack growing up in your childhood, if your parents had again those money issues, things like that, they are going to be passed on to you in some way. And then there's deeper layers to that too. There's the whole generational aspect. I had one grandparent who did very well in his lifetime and as I was doing some deep inner work, I kept just picking up that there was this case of generational lack and it was from that side of the family. But when I really thought back on it harder, I realized that that grandparent was a product of Irish immigrants that came to a foreign country with nothing and had to scrimp and scrape by. So our DNA is programmed for all these things that our subconscious mind is accustomed to. So, that was passed down. It was passed down through our lineage. And what happened? I mean, that lack did show up here and there for different members of the family. So it's a complex thing for sure. But that generational programming is relevant. So we really do need to look back sometimes further than our parents as well. I'd also like to touch on just some of the general limiting beliefs that I encounter with people when it comes to money. So one, a big one, is the belief that you have to work harder or work more to attain more money, which is absolutely not true. It's just what the majority of us are used to believing. So if you've always worked a traditional job, if your parents were traditional jobs and further back, you know, in your family as well, then you probably have that belief. You probably have the belief that you need to work more or you need to get an education and all these things. And all these things truly are false. It's not necessarily the case. Now I have my own business. I'm working less and I'm still creating a good income for myself. But it took a lot of work to believe that I could do that and that I didn't still have to have a traditional job. Because there can be confusion when it comes to that word in the subconscious mind too, work. Most people do have that association in their brain. They think work equals money and they can't see anything past that. There's no gray. It's just black and white. But again, it's one of those things that if you look at the bigger picture, it's not true. There are tons of people out there who are making passive income doing next to nothing. They're finding smart ways to make money or they had a sudden windfall or they inherited money. There are plenty of ways that people become wealthy. It's often just foreign territory for our minds to really go there and to believe it can be us. And when it comes to the believing it can be us, that really comes down again to that sense of worthiness. Like, do I deserve money without working hard for it? And that's something that really will take a little bit of work. It's something that you have to find ways and find the tools to reframe in your mind. 
another limitation I see a lot that's more of a fear is what if I lose it? You know, people will stop themselves from actually receiving more money because they're afraid they'll fail and they'll lose it. It will somehow slip through their fingers. So again, that's something that needs to be reframed within your mind. If you have had any experiences in your life where you've lost anything valuable, those are definitely going to need some attention. They're going to need some healing. You're going to have to look at that higher perspective and trust that it was all working out for your highest good. Um, And also, it's important to believe and embrace the belief that you can always make more money and that money is just energy and that it can flow to you. Another huge thing people have a hard time getting over is the how. You know, they get focused on, okay, I want to manifest more money, but how is it going to come in? And they start over-questioning, overthinking, when all you really need to do is focus on seeing yourself in that abundant life, having the freedom, having the flexibility, having all the things that money brings you, because that's what's more important is really what you're going to attain from the money. The money is just money. It doesn't really matter. It's what you can do with it and the quality of life it can provide for you. So when you focus on those things and really focus on feeling inherently worthy and deserving of all of those things, and then embracing the full belief that you will get it. That is another super big aspect when I'm teaching workshops about money and abundance that you really just have to believe you'll get it. And you have to let go of those little things like how and like the timing of it. Um, when it comes to timing, that's just another restrictive thought. It, it's going to stop you from allowing those things to flow to you. So again, really believing you're worthy, focusing on what you want there and fully believing you'll get it to me are some of the key aspects when it comes to manifesting more abundance. And when you're thinking about that future life that you're trying to manifest and you're imagining all those quality things around you or even luxury things, it's important to look at the things around you now and start to take a hard look at what you feel would not belong in that future. So if you were going to move into your dream home tomorrow and be surrounded by quality and luxury, what would you not take with you that you have now? And slowly consider, you know, starting to get rid of things here and there. When I'm going to up level and I can feel it, I start decluttering and getting rid of things like crazy. Stuff holds energy. I've talked about this before. So it's important to create that space and let go of the things that are weighing us down. Let go of the things that are not quality. So if you have clothes that are getting kind of grungy, if they're ripped or torn, but they're your favorite sweats around the house, you know, sometimes it's okay to keep them, but it's also important to consider just getting rid of them and replacing them with something that is higher quality even fabric. You can look this up. You can research it. Different types of fabric have different vibrations. And of course, everything is vibration when it comes to manifesting. So if we're trying to manifest a life of quality and luxury, those things around us are going to be a higher vibration. We need to be a higher vibration. So what do we not need to do? We don't need to be weighed down by stuff and clutter and junk that is low vibrational. So since we're talking about being a vibrational match for the things we want, for what we're trying to manifest, I am going to give you a tool to figure out if you're really blocked. I've talked a little bit about similar things in other episodes, but for this one, we're going to be a little bit specific. 
I'm going to tell you to think about whatever amount of money you're trying to manifest right now. So once you have that, say it's $10,000, I want you to cut that in half. So say it's $5,000. And I want you right now to close your eyes if you're in a safe place to do this. If not, you can save it and do it later. Imagine someone passing you an envelope with that much money in it. Pay attention. Feel your body. Tune in. Was there any level of discomfort or anxiety? Did any part of your body tense up a little bit or clench? Was it hard to even believe? You know, was it hard to visualize that? Pay attention to all those things. And they're telling you something. They're telling what needs to be let go of, what needs to heal to really come into alignment with being able to receive that money. So all I want you to do after that is pay attention to those feelings and just set the intention to let them go. And it takes some work. Sometimes you have to do this several times in order to really feel comfortable with the possibility of receiving that amount of money. But just sit there and do some intentional breath work. Or if you have other tools, use them. But just breathe in. And when you breathe out, imagine that resistance or that stress or that anxiety around receiving, leaving your physical body. It's really powerful. Our intention is everything. I've talked about this before. But the biggest thing is being aware of where you're blocked, of what doesn't feel comfortable. It's important to really take a hard look at those things. If we're wanting to make those significant changes and call new energy, new money, new abundance, new whatever into our life. And one very last thing I want to touch on, if anyone's imagining really calling in that money, calling in the dream home, calling in the dream life, if there's anyone around you that you feel like wouldn't be extremely happy for you, Pay attention to that. Really be mindful of, do I really want that energy around me? First, of course, look to see if it's just your own guilt and things like that. But if there's truly people around you that you feel like would not be happy for you, that's important. I've talked about the rule of seven before. We are a product of the seven people that are around us most, that we communicate with most. Um, We're a product of their vibration and often their income. So if there's someone who is not going to see you do well because they can't believe that they'll do well, then sometimes it's worth considering putting up kind of a healthy boundary there and stepping back while you're trying to step in to that new stuff. And the biggest thing I really want to emphasize towards the end here is you are worthy of all the things you want. I think the things we want are usually on our heart for a reason. They're not just random. They're not just things that we we think we need. You know, I think if it's on your heart, it's there because it is meant for you. Maybe it's something that you were born to receive all along and all you have to do is do the work to believe that you're worthy and deserving of it. Um, but just continue to remind yourself that it is okay to want more. It is okay to want the good things in life. Um, so don't let shame or other people's judgments or fear, anything like that holds you back from getting that beautiful life. I hope this found whoever needed it today. I am actually going to be launching um, 
a digital product soon. It's going to be a video of follow along subconscious healing for some of the biggest blocks I see around money and abundance. So stay tuned for whenever I get my next episode up. If that is out, I will make sure that I tell you guys on it and all my social media channels. Um, If you guys want to follow me on my social media channels to see more content like this or to access any of those digital products, on Instagram, I am Tina Marie Manifestation. On TikTok, I'm Tina's Western Wisdom. And on Facebook, I am Tina Marie Healing and Manifestation. Uh, Please reach out if there's a subject that you want me to cover, or if you have any questions, or if you've enjoyed um, this podcast, because I've really enjoyed making it, and I always love getting feedback. So if you have listened along, thank you so very much for supporting me. Have an amazing day.